0: Our monthly and one-time givers help make our mission possible. If you'd like to support the work that we do, you can make a tax-deductible donation by visiting journeywomen.org forward slash give. Thank you for investing in the work of Journeywomen. Welcome to the journey Women podcast. I'm your host, Hunter Bieles. Life's a journey we were never meant to walk alone. We all need friends along the way. On the Journey Women podcast, we'll chat with mentors about gracefully navigating the seasons and challenges we face on our journeys to glorify God. Today I'm chatting with Jennifer Evangelista, a pastor's wife, mother, pediatrician, and the face behind Grace and Color, an online ministry where she teaches women to use their creativity to grow in their faith and the truth of the gospel. Jen's passion is to teach busy women that there are different ways they can study, pray, and learn from God. And that's exactly what she and I are going to chat about today. Before we get started, I wanted to mention how helpful it would be if you guys can leave a review for the Journey Women podcast on iTunes. If you have no clue how to leave a review, that's okay. You can also find that under the podcast tab on www.hunterbeelist.com. Thank you guys again so much for listening. I hope you all enjoy the show. Okay, so for those who don't know Jen Evangelisa, I met you, Jen, through our pastor, who just so happens to be your husband.
1: Yes, he's such a great guy, right?
0: (laughs) He's awesome, and I miss you guys so much. But Jen um, is who we have the honor of having on the show today, and she also does a lot of other cool stuff like mothering four great kids and working as a pediatrician, no big deal, but she's the face behind Grace in Color, which is where she teaches women to creatively grow their faith. I'm so glad to be with you tonight. Thank you so much for gifting me your time. Is your family out of town? How did I get you tonight? Um, Well, my husband is actually on an airplane right
1: now on his way to Uganda. I got that email. That is so exciting. Mm -hmm. He is uh, in flight. He is teaching a pastor's conference there.
0: That is awesome.
1: This week, yes. And it'll be his third year doing that. And my other children are actually here, and I'm hoping that they stay quiet. And i have like close the door and you yes. know it's summertime it's summertime so they're all
0: up you have bigs right so it's it's a little bit easier to keep them contained ish
1: maybe it not is. <laughs> no it is uh, my youngest is nine and then i have a 12 year old my youngest son abraham is nine i have a 12 year old daughter arabella and then i have a 16 year old son and jacob and then an 18 year old son joseph who, and so my life is about to change. Is he getting ready up. to go to college? Um, he actually is moving to China. Whoa, this is, is new news to me. Yeah, no, this has only come about in the last six months. He has had the opportunity, and this is this is not what we're talking about today, obviously, but he's had the opportunity to teach in a private school, and he is so excited about it. And so he's going to take a year. He has his first year of college wow. under his belt, and he's going to take a year and teach middle school, in China.
0: That is crazy. Have you been to China before?
1: I have not. He has, but I have not.
0: I will be going. Absolutely. That's really exciting.
1: I'm going in December because he doesn't get to come home for Christmas because I don't celebrate Christmas. So, you know, this mama's heart is, is doing well. I'm excited. I'm also, you know, everything's changing and it's a good thing. God has prepared us for this.
0: It's so crazy because, you know, when you're a kid, you just think, oh, mom, let me go. Let me. Let me just fly the coop or whatever. And now I have these two babies that I'm just absolutely pouring my heart and soul into every single day. And it's only been two years for Hadley, and I feel like it has been an entire lifetime. So I cannot imagine having them for 18 years and then sending them out.
1: I know. I know. It's a. It, it's an emotional process. Um. And but it is. You know, and my my prayers always been that god does with them what he is going to do with them and that they live their lives for his glory regardless of where it is and i'm now i'm going to get to learn to practice what i preach
0: oh my goodness in the most <laughs> intense way oh i know right so anyway wow it's good. i'm proud of so. you okay well tell me a little bit about grace and color i would love to just hear your heart behind your ministry there
1: Okay, well, basically, this is a, um, it's a passion, it's a ministry that ha- it was born years ago, actually. It's interesting, because I was going back and looking at some of the, like, education I was trying to do on online ministries and things like that, and it dates back several years, but my life was not in a position or a place where I felt like that uh, it was time to right. dive into this and again, my children are a little bit older now, and as you know, it, it changes. It's it's still just as busy, if not more busy, mm-hmm. but it's different. It's just a different kind of busy, and so it was a good time. Actually, I started the process last February or March and, uh, with a core team of people that I reached out with, and I was like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this, and here's my passion, here's my goal, and it took me about six months to get things
0: really up and running. And it takes a lot longer than you think, doesn't it? <gasps> it does. You just think you're going to start in like a couple weeks. <sighs> I know, it does, it does.
1: and so, But I launched in October and it's just been a whirlwind of fun. The goal of it is really... It was born out of a desire to teach women and to teach young women kind of new ways to to study the Bible right. and to get truth in. We, we we kinda live and I'm in a little different generation than you are, um, but we live in a time where especially it seems like younger women, younger mothers are looking more to online communities and mm. I really want to focus people on I want to reach them in that, but I really want to make sure that every that the people that I touch remain focused on the important things of the gospel, right. as opposed to all the pretty things. Which I love pretty things. Don't get me wrong.
0: Yes, and you do pretty well. But they focus on the gospel and
1: then and also on their local community. So as right. much as I want to build an you know an online space for people, so right. to speak, my goal is not to build a community that replaces tangible Mm -hmm. community because being involved in a local body, um, is, is really how we remain accountable and how we grow. And, um, and so, so it's kind of an interesting little dichotomy that, um, that I'm trying to pull together. And with God's grace, I don't, uh, I I don't, I just do it day by day, honestly.
0: Well, you amaze me. I am so proud of you. I mean, when I initially got that email, I was thinking, oh, she's going to launch a website. And then you launched it. And I'm like, wow, she (laughs) launched a website and she makes videos and she does graphics. And this is amazing. So well done, my friend. I'm very impressed coming from someone who is Slightly technologically challenged.
1: Oh, thank you. Well, what you don't know is I'm really a total nerd. And so I totally geek out about things like this and learning new things and technology. And I'm kind of a
0: student at heart. <laughs> you should not have told me that because I will be texting you. <laughs> hey, girl, put
1: me on speed dial. Oh. I am a, I, if I can't figure it out, I love to learn how to figure
0: it out. So. Oh, that's a great characteristic. I am just flying by the seat of my pants half the time. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. Well, I'd love to hear a little bit about your personal faith story and how you started exploring with different methods of Bible study.
1: Sure, okay, so my story is I used to, it's funny because when I was a a teenager and a young adult, I was always a little disappointed by my quote-unquote testimony Mm. um, because um, I didn't really have the spectacular testimony, and um, as I have grown, I have really, really learned that that's just the grace of God.
0: Mm -hmm. That's what I pray for my kids, let them never know a day where they don't know Jesus. Me too, right? And I'm thinking, why in the world was
1: I disappointed by that? So I came to Christ at a very young age. Um, you know, a lot of people can give you the day, the time, the event. Right. My husband can. Um, I cannot. I yeah. have really known Christ since as long as I can remember. Mm. And I certainly have had periods of disobedience in my walk with God. I will certainly not um, lie about that. But I will say that through it all, regardless whether I was walking in what, was as close to alignment with his will as I could possibly get, or whether I was Mm -hmm. intentionally walking the opposite direction and pulling Mm -hmm. a Jonah, Mm -hmm. I feel very confident that, um, you know, that I have been in his hands for as long as I can remember, which is a huge blessing. Yes, it is. And even early on, I also was very um, – and I don't want to say creative because, honestly, everybody is creative. There's no such thing as a creative person and a non-creative person. Right. And I could totally, you know, talk about that for the whole hour. But um, I always was, like, collecting things, and I smashed book, Not necessarily scrapbook, but just – I call it smash booking because I was just, I mean, you know, if I had a receipt, if I had a, you know, a note that was passed to me at school in the hall, whatever it was, it was going in my little book.
0: Oh, I love that. Do you still have these books?
1: I I do. They're actually in these magnetic, like, albums from, like, the 70s and 80s. Oh, that's hilarious.
0: Totally telling on myself now, <laughs> just put some of those on your insta stories soon. I would love to see those.
1: no, right. I mean, I was like cutting out pictures, like cutting the people out of them. Oh, it was just dreadful. <laughs>
0: I totally did that too.
1: I know. I did that from the very beginning. So it kinda of, that kind of morphed into over time, of course, when I had my own children and I wanted to um document their lives and back then you know, paper crafting and scrapbooking was kinda of how I did it, and then I realized I did not have the time or the space for
0: that. Oh my word, so yes. I, went, I know, right? So I need a whole room devoted to, to it you do and i just didn't have it so i went to digital um art i taught myself photoshop yeah you did girl that's phenomenal
1: well again it was just one of those things i and and i and i and i learned how to kind of do the digital scrapping and that morphed into like art journaling and it was more for memory's sake than anything and in at the at the same time my bible study growth and and, and those things i was trying you know, all kinds of things. We all kind of try to figure out the best way to study, right? Right. And I would go through periods. And now, honestly, I would go through some periods where I wouldn't try nothing. I'm like, I'm just trying to keep my head above water. And if I can pray for five minutes, I'm good. <laughs> and then, you know, of course, I would get convicted of that and realize right. that it's not obedient. And so, you know, I struggle with this just like everybody else does. Totally. But... I did the different studies, and I tried them. And you know, I went through the books that had the fill in the blank. I right. tried the, uh, and I just actually on my last interview, I've interviewed Amy Ward actually about inductive Bible study, and I tried the traditional inductive Bible study, which some people absolutely mm-hmm. love, 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 love. And you know, I to me the best thing was always just sitting down with. The Word of God first instead mm-hmm. of starting from a study because I always found a lot of the studies were very topical not inductive but a lot of studies that you like buy from the Bible bookstore were very topical and even before I realized the true impact of how important it is to study through the Word of God mm-hmm. you know I, it just it never settled quite well with me Right and, uh, and so all that to say, I, the two things sort of blended together over the last, I guess, 10 years or so. And my love of the digital art kind of turned into a love for more traditional art. And, and, I, and, and, and then I combined it with my Bible study. And that's kind of where I ended up today. And this is like
0: Bible journaling. In the Christian culture, Bible journaling is kind of a hot thing right now. It
1: is. And I will go ahead and give you a full disclaimer in that I am not an artist.
0: I've seen your pictures. They look pretty good.
1: <laughs> well, I'm talking about like, and this is the cool thing about this, about art journaling, so to speak. You don't have to be able to draw. I yeah. can't draw really a stick person. I ha- That's just, that's not what I have been gifted with. But I can put things together in a colorful way that means something to me in reference to what I'm studying, whether it's a collage or something like that. And so there's so many different ways to do it. You don't have to be. And, and so the reason I mention all this is that the whole Bible journaling kind of craze. I love it if that is what, you know, you, if that helps you. And we'll talk about that a little bit more in a minute because, you know, you you could, it can become more of a an artistic expression rather than a worship expression. Mm-hmm. But for me, I would compare, like if I, if, if I had seen that first, if I had seen that, those, that, uh, the Instagram worthy Bible journaling, quote unquote first, right. I would have been, I don't want to say discouraged, but I would have said that it's not for me because yeah. I was not, that was not my skill set. I, as yeah. you mentioned, I'm kind of a scientist by nature. I'm a, I am like to learn things, figure things out, and but I also i am I'm a pediatrician, so science is my background, not art. But when I realized that I don't have to do that in order to use this medium to grow in my faith, then it just transformed everything for me.
0: Okay, this is really good because I look at those pictures and I think to myself, I think I would screw it up and want to rip out my page of my Bible right right <laughs> no. Life is crazy sometimes and finding time to sit down and read the Bible can be difficult. That is why I love dwell. When I can't find time to read the Bible, I can listen to it. The voices reading the Bible are soothing. They're not your normal narrators. Plus, you can choose calming background music and adjust the pace of the narrator's voice to get things just right. Dwell's newest release is called Dwell Daily, a fresh, thoughtfully crafted devotional that immerses you in the word, allowing you to pray it, meditate on it, and so much more. If you're looking to deepen your engagement with the Bible this year, Dwell Daily is worth checking out. I cannot recommend Dwell enough to help you orient your mind to the life-giving Word of God throughout your day. Go to dwellbible.com forward slash journeywomen to receive your 25% discount today. Again, that's dwellbible.com forward slash journeywomen for your 25% discount to subscribe and spend time in God's Word. Okay, so you said, growing in your faith as you're studying the word. Could you add to that and embellish that a little bit as far as what the purpose of sitting down and creatively working through scripture is?
1: So let me say that first and foremost, I will say that it has to start with the word first. Um, now, I'm going to give you a little caveat to say that you can create, and if, if this is, if, you know, if you, this is what, brings you joy, you can create without it being tethered to the gospel for creation's sake, right? Right. So that's a different, that's a different thing altogether. And and I do that sometimes too. I do art journaling, which by the way, art journaling is anything you want it to be. Okay. It is watercolor. It is paint. It is colored pencil. It is pen and paper. It is chalk. It is um, collage with just... You know, random stuff you have around your house—it is—it's it, it, anything you want it to be. Um, so, and you can do that just for memory keeping sake, just for your own expression of creativity, and there is absolutely nothing wrong with that absolutely nothing wrong with that, just to create for creation's sake. That would be the same thing as, um, you know, when you listen to, you know, I love listening to 80s music, right? Uh That is uh not necessarily going to help me grow in my faith, (laughs) but it's fun, okay? I watch, you know, I go with my kids to watch, you know, sometimes we watch the superhero movies, right? I mean, Wonder Woman is not going to help me grow in my faith, Um, but it's fun. Yes, and you can appreciate it for what it is exactly exactly so there is that aspect so i don't want anybody that's listening to think that oh you know everything has to be so super spiritual in this mm-hmm. you can just play you can play as you learn and then but then when you take it and and when you're actually kind of like i said putting it together with your study of the bible of the word of god then you always start with the word of god mm-hmm. first so that's where I always come at it. I come at it from the Bible first, and I'm doing my Bible study, whatever passage or, stu- or or you know scripture I'm studying, and then I take it. and Really, the purpose of the art for me is to number one reflect on the scripture, uh-huh. and number two slow me down enough to not just zip by any truth that God may have for me, right? Um, because as I am doodling or drawing or writing down the verses in the margins of my Bible, um, which I also am not a good letterer, okay, doctor's handwriting, I'm really not, <laughs> um, but but as I'm writing things down, as I am, you know, cutting and pasting and, and putting things together, the entire time I'm reflecting on that passage and it's slowing me down enough and I actually, you know. You know you get new insights. It's just like when you study when you find what works for you and study, and you get new insights on the Word of God. And then i will then I will move on from there and I will study, you know, biblically sound theologically sound commentaries or sermons or things like that after I have, you know after I've already looked at the Word myself. and then then from there, sometimes I'll even go back and I'll take those sermons or those commentaries, and I will. Um, artistically kind of uh, explore that separately
0: does that make any sense? totally makes sense to me you know I'm an inductive gal so I'm equating it to the markings like doing the different colors mm-hmm. and stuff like that because that's the purpose of the colors like to slow you down and then also when you look back visually for it to serve as a reminder of what you've learned in that passage am I picking yes. up what you're laying down
1: Yes, absolutely. And so when I go back and look and most of my most of my um, work is done in um, journals, okay. not necessarily in a Bible, um, most of it is done in journals and because I'll take a journal for a, a book and I will here's a little tip. Um, I like to photocopy. My Bible, I photocopy the passage. I photocopy an entire book of the Bible, for example, and then I not like Isaiah that
0: would, that would be tough. <laughs> That's a big but copy, you know. get the She yeah, Reads but, Truth version, <laughs> right?
1: Right? So I, photo, I photocopied the Bible and then and I put it in a journal, and then I can, you know, complement the actual photocopy with visual representations. And it's much easier for me to go back and say, oh, yeah, that's what I was feeling and that's what God told me about this passage. And then let's reread it and let's see what else there is, right? Because
0: every time you do it, something new comes up. It's so true. I don't think I really understood Bible journaling until just now.
1: (laughs) And everybody does it differently. So honestly, some people may, you know, may have a different interpretation of how they do it. That's the beautiful thing about being, and I shouldn't, I hate saying being creative because everybody's creative in their right. study, but you find the rhythm that kind of works for you. And here's the thing, Hunter what works for you now may not be the same thing that speaks to you in five years or in two years or in two months. You may, you know, decide, okay, in this period of my life, audio books are the best way to go right now. Audio Bibles and I'm going to, you know, there's just a lot of different ways that you can do things creatively too. Um, But the the goal, the bottom line is the goal is to getting it back to the gospel because we forget the gospel
0: and we forget
1: the truth of God's word. Every single day. Yeah. I mean, you know, let's just be honest. We wake up in the morning and we hit the road running. Whether you have a job, whether you're in school, whether you have children, whether you're married, whether you're single, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. You are. I am no more busy than you are and you are no more busy than I am because we all have very, very full lives and we forget the basic truths of the gospel. And we forget the, you know, how much. We are in need of complete and utter rescue every single day. And that that has been done for us. And because that has been done for us, we can walk in his glory and we can follow his commands, not because of us, but because of what he's done. And so part of following his command is studying his word. And this happens
0: to work for me. I love it. And this is really, really good for me to hear because I have a tendency to think formulaically. So I think, okay, this is working for me now. So this will always work for me now. Here's the equation that I use. And I should get this output every time. But how can people detect when they might need to shake up their study and try something new? Mm -hmm. I would say,
1: number one, if you are struggling to find time for it, which I mean, again, I'm trying to be completely real here and open and say that it's a struggle. Yeah. It's a struggle to really, really find time. But if if you find it harder and harder to kind of um, to tackle that, so to speak, then you may need to look at how you're tackling it. Yeah. Right. If you are and also if you are sitting down with your study and, um, and you're you're maybe you're going through a period that's more dry, mm-hmm. and you're feeling like what you, what you're hearing is just you know it's just words on a page. Um, and again, we all go through periods like that as well, right? You know, we have to remember that the Word of God is living, breathing. It speaks to us. And if you are not kind of, uh, and it's not about how you feel, it's more about um, you know what what you're really um what god is speaking to you and and, and not in a real woo-woo kind of way mm-hmm. but if you are not let's put it like this if you're not seeing things differently when you're looking at a passage of scripture mm-hmm. then you've always seen it before maybe you need to look at it a little differently yeah and you know maybe you do I, all right i wasn't going to do this but let me just can i just give you a little example absolutely please do all right. So I'm just going to give you a little example. Recently, I was studying Jonah uh, because Jonah's not a very high volume study book.
0: <laughs> right. What is it? I four mean, chapters? Or- I
1: mean, it's four chapters. But I mean, people just don't study it a ton.
0: It's so true. Unless you're reading the Jesus Storybook Bible,
1: right? And and what part of it do we study? We study, you know, the whale and you know the whole uh-huh. thing, and and um and 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 we know the Bible story. And uh, as Brad would say, my husband, you know, we we we've had the flannel graph in Sunday school, and yes. you know, we know the whole thing. Um, but it is such a rich, rich four chapters. So if you are reading Jonah and you are Kind of hearing the same storyline that you've always heard, mm-hmm. or maybe you're reading it for the first time and you're not even understanding it completely, and you're like, "What is the big deal?" Then, then I would challenge you to um, to look at it a little differently. Um, so. What what I did was I went through the entire book uh, again four chapters I'm not saying a whole lot <laughs> you know, it takes five minutes to read the whole thing um, I was I would listen to it uh, when I was in the car I would read it um, and then I would take it piece by piece and um, and just kind of see and it was actually as I was um, drawing this little whale. Actually, in the margin of my Bible, because and I'm not an artist, so um, so it looks pretty pitiful. But I thought it was so cute. and Oh, my goodness. But as I was doing that, it was as I was slowing down until that, it just struck me. It, what really struck me was that, yes, we focus on the fact that Jonah was disobedient, right? He heard God's word, and he disobeyed God's word, and he ran the opposite direction from where he was told to go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the whole thing, and, you know, and, and we could give all kinds of analogies back to uh, comparing and contrasting him with Christ and which is a whole nother a whole nother taking a whole nother hour but but what struck me for the very first time was okay so let's think about this for a minute. if he disobeyed that means that he heard first and for me it was a new revelation for me that I want to hear God's word. I want to know clearly what he wants for me mm-hmm. in a way that no I don't want to, You'd be guilty of running the opposite direction, like Jonah. But Jonah was such a man of God. We forget that what a strong man of God he was. That he was so close to God that he knew what he was to do. Yeah. He intentionally did not do it, and but he knew what he was to do. And so I was like, "Oh God, give me that. Yes. You know, give me that. Let me hear your direction." And then beyond that, let me follow it. And then beyond that, if I don't follow it for whatever reason, because I'm not comfortable, because I'm not sure, because I think it's me, whatever, then send me the storm, number one. Mm. Please send me the storm. And then please, God, I know, but please, God, send me the whale, you know, send Uh. me the fish. So, you know, I'm like, okay, send me the storm, send me the fish because, because of the fish, because of those three horrible days, he literally was turned around and went in the right direction. And, and, you know, and I'm like, and that was just the first, that's just the first part of the whole book. I mean, the last part's even better. The last part's my favorite part, but we won't go into that. But so, I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying if you're not seeing things fresh, um, maybe try something different. Maybe, you know, maybe figure out a different way to slow down and to do it. And it doesn't have to be a ton of time. And it doesn't have to be a ton of, you know, like really deep theology. It just has to be you being willing to open yourself up to the truth that is there. It's there waiting for you. But if you don't dive in a little bit deeper, then really, we have no way of learning it. yeah, and we have no way of hearing God's Word. if we don't Ugh. you know if, if we don't choose the one path yeah. that He has given us to hear His word, which is the Bible?
0: Oh, yes, it's such a have to. I think you and I were connecting over this earlier this week, but sometimes I forget it's not a have to to be in right standing before God because we're justified through Christ alone, but it is a have to for me to be renewing my mind and to be walking in truth like you're saying otherwise i just wilt i am not flourishing if i'm not in god's word i am just i feel dry and i feel dank
1: <laughs> yes yes and and you know and the thing is is that obedience in this particular area even when you like desire it actually leads to your satisfaction it totally does and more importantly it leads to his glory which in turn just awesomely increases your yearning to obey.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: So you yeah. don't have the desire at first, but you obey, and that just it it grows in you more yearning to learn more, and it just builds on itself. And so, you know, I encourage anybody who number one do not feel guilty, and there's no condemnation. Yes. Yes. And yes. if you're in a period where you feel like, oh my goodness, I'm just not doing this, and that's okay. Just stop right now. Realize right. that you can choose today to be obedient in this discipline, even if you don't really feel like it. And the more you do that, the more you are obedient, then God will, he will satisfy your soul. He will teach you new things. He will glorify himself. And because of that, he will allow others to see his glory through your life.
0: Okay. So tell me, we have so many things pulling at us, right? We have our phones that are constantly there, which is a huge distraction for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then we have our kids, you know, for moms, we have work for some people. We have all these different things, morning routine, getting ready in the morning, whatever it is. So many different things pulling at us. I think mainly, probably, let's be real, our phones, social media, all these different things. How can we break away from everything to practice the discipline of Bible study? Like what, what tips do you have for us who are struggling?
1: Um, it is a challenge because we live in
0: a very, um, distracted time. I am so distracted sometimes. It is so hard sometimes. But I'm going to challenge us to
1: say that although we do live in a distracted time, I'm going to say that we really don't live in any more of a difficult time than anybody else ever has yeah. for this discipline. Yes. Because, I mean, let's think back. I mean, a hundred years ago, we did not have the internet to distract us, but yet, you know, we had to work from sunup to sundown right. just to get
0: food, on, the food on our tables.
1: Yeah. Right? Great point. So I am, and so I am going to say that all of the excuses that we have, and I have them too, um, have to somehow, we have to somehow, um, take those, see them for what they are, and figure out a way to, to battle that. For me, one of the things that I am uh, honestly, I've been really convicted about this particular area. I'm a big planner, as yeah. far as don't get me wrong, I'm kind of or disorganized at time. I'm a very organized, <laughs> disorganized person, but I do like to plan things out. It doesn't always go as planned, but I like to plan things out but I find that and what I've challenged myself to do is to actually schedule time for this and because if I don't have it on my schedule a lot of times I get to the end of the day what will happen is I'll be like okay well you know this this is okay this is the end of the day I put the kids down and then I'll you know get in God's word and a couple of things will happen number one the kids won't go down number two two, um, I'm exhausted. Number three, I realized I got a little laundry in the wash that's going to mold overnight and I got to throw it the dryer. That
0: is exactly what I'm talking about.
1: Right, right. Number four, my husband has decided that we really need to watch this, you know, this show together and, you know, and, and, you know, need to spend time with him. Right, <laughs> right. And then, you know, so I've got all these things pulling at me and, 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 and it doesn't happen. Yeah. So, I have figured that putting Bible study at the kind of the when I don't have anything else going on is not going to work.
0: No, yes, never does.
1: It doesn't. It doesn't work. So, so you have to, um, you have to, in my opinion, find the time in and it may be different times, different days. For me personally, the days that I work in my office look completely different. Than the days that I don't, yeah. I have and I have one day that I spend that I try to spend specifically meeting with women and at my church, and that day looks different than the mm-hmm. day that I have at my house. You know, so so they may look different on different days. I'm not saying that every day is going to be the same, right? But figure out what your schedule is for the week. Start on maybe Sunday night or Saturday night. And, and figure out, put the must do's on your calendar and then find a, a pocket of time because God deserves, I mean, he demands that time mm. and he deserves that time and, you know, he deserves all of our time. And without without him, it's all for naught. I just think that realizing the reprioritizing so that um, that is part of our day is um, is is critical. And for me, because I'm visual and because I'm tactile, if I'm just sitting down reading, although it's a great thing and I do that sometimes, I tend to, my mind tends to wander. So having pen to paper as I'm studying, again, with the art journaling or even just journaling, right? even just writing. And if you, you, you should see my sermon notes. They're hilarious. People laugh at me because I sit on the front row.
0: Yes. And
1: because Brad preaches, my husband preaches, I have an empty seat next to me when he gets up to preach. And next to me, I sit all of my colored
0: pens. Oh, okay? nice. See, because I've never seen this. We don't sit in the front row.
1: Yeah, I'm not even kidding. I have my little colored pens. And matter of fact, I've given away several sets of colored pens because people uh, um you know are like eh, you know, I'd be interested in that. But they so and so and I it's no color coding, no particular time where I'm a reason, but I have to different things have to be different colors. And so because I'm visual, I write and I do everything with colors and I do everything, you know, like that and um and it, it enriches my time. And, um, and what I find is when I'm really, really obedient in this, the time I have scheduled, quote unquote, mm-hmm. gets extended Yeah, and extended. And I'm like, Ugh. and I find myself having to, to say, okay, you know, I, I, I really do have to hook dinner
0: <laughs> or whatever it is. You, know? you don't want to break free of it. Yes. I know. It is the sweetest times of day for me. Like I look at my little nook. When I wake in the morning and I think to myself, I love my life. I love my people. I love everything I get to do today, but I just want to stay here all day long.
1: And sometimes you need that, you know, you need a little bit of extra time. I think
0: I do need that.
1: (laughs) I know. I know. Sometimes it's, it's, it's nice, but, but those periods of love life where you find your notes and crannies in other ways, you know, you find nap time, you find that I can remember Hunter, and this is such a long memory ago, but I can remember bath time being a really special time for us (laughs) because I would sit in the bathroom with my journal, and while my kids were keep it up,
0: (laughs) while my kids were in the
1: bath, I would. I mean, because you know I had to like supervise them, right? Of course. So instead of just sitting in the bathtub, kind of wanting them to hurry along. I would let them sit in there for I don't know they would shrivel up for goodness sakes. Yes, and I would just keep throwing toys in, you know. And they were happy <laughs> yes. as they could be, and I was having time where I was able. To, it, it was basically quiet time. Yeah. It was my quiet time. It wasn't quiet, but it was no. my quiet time, and um and things like that. Carpool line was a was, was I, I have memory of carpool line. I used to go to the carpool line early, um for my kids, and I would go and I'd sit there. I'd be 15 minutes early. So I would have that time and I would spend that time reading. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, there are ways. Um, I'm not saying it's easy and I am not saying that I have ever, ever been perfect at this or good at this. And every time I try to give anybody advice, I want to say, I turn it back and say, oh, please, I'm not worthy of giving you <laughs> advice on this because, you know, I fail just like everybody else fails. But if you find that time God will really really bless it. Yeah. He really will. He will bless that time and he will show you things that make you yearn to learn more. Yeah. And however you choose to do that, if it's writing in your Bible, do it. If 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 that's if that makes you want to like twitch, like my daughter, she's like I could never write anything in my Bible <laughs> because that's her personality. Then don't do it for goodness right. sakes, you know, find something else that works, put it in a journal, Re- you know, find, find a Bible study that is very, you know, theologically sound and, and, and do it that way. So, you know, find, find what works for you, how you connect with God in the stage of life that you
0: are in. Yes. And just keep trying until you find something because yeah. you will, if you keep trying, I think the problem is that we give up too soon at least that's been the case in my life for for different seasons and i even had a season that i just didn't expect for god to meet with me because i felt like i was so busy and i'd had i'd even had women speak into the season of my life saying you know when i was in college it would say soak it up these are moms talking to me in college soak up your time with the lord cuz you're going to need it you're not going to have time to study god's word when you have little people and so i think when i had little people i just thought oh i don't really have the time to like really press into study of the word and then about a year into motherhood i just realized i was dying yeah. and um, you can't i can't do it i don't i cannot not meet with the lord in through bible study and so you're right i mean it looks like for me having Bibles open all over my house to different passages. And really scripture memorization has really kicked in Mm -hmm. with little tiny Mm -hmm. people because sometimes I really do only have a few moments with one of those open Bibles, whether it be the one by the sink or the one by the coffee table or the one upstairs that where I'm nursing or whatever, and just taking that verse and just mulling on it all day long. And I feel like such a different person. I feel like I'm flourishing when I'm in God's word. You know, Scripture talks about this a lot in Psalms and in Jeremiah. Um, I feel like a tree who is not withering in spite of, like, heat just... Mm -hmm coming around it. And I can only attribute that to God's word. And side note,
1: this, um, you know, kind of artistic journaling really helps with scripture memorization. That's one of the reasons it's so beautiful, because you're writing you know, as you write scripture and you visualize scripture, then you can take it and you can post it. And, you know, and you have something totally. ready to look at. Not post it online. I don't mean po- now. I just aged myself. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm physically holding my hand up, like putting it on a wall, <laughs> you know,
0: with a tack.
1: I, I don't mean post it on Instagram, <laughs> although you can do that, too. But you post it on your mirror or on your window yes, yes, after yes, yes. you have created it. And it is a visual reminder of that scripture. And you repeat it over and over and over and over again.
0: Okay. So what do you have to say to someone like me who might feel a little bit nervous about Engaging in something creative like this at this capacity. I say it's beautiful because here's the thing. You know, you
1: are in a position to try something completely new. Oh. And
0: for a perfectionist, and, and, help help out the perfectionist who's like, okay, why would I try something new if I'm gonna fail at it?
1: <laughs> okay. Well, here's the thing. If you are flourishing in the study that you're doing currently, then you know, I'm not pushing anybody to do anything differently. Right. Okay. If you want to see if maybe, you know, doing things, looking at things differently, looking at things a little more visually may show you something a little bit new, then, you know, you try it. And here's the thing. It's the blank page that scares us. Yes. Right. It's the blank page. So I always say that when you're starting with anything like this, get, get a cheap, journal to start with. Yes. I, I love like composition books and I always cover them. And I have a little workshop in my, on my website. It's a free workshop on how to like create your own journal with a $1 composition book. And okay. so you have, you have no, you know, you have no monetary commitment in that thing. It's not like you've <laughs> got a $20 mole scan you're going to mess up. Right. Or a $50 Bible.
0: Oh my gosh. Right? Yes. Have
1: a, an 88 cent Walmart composition book. That you have decorated with what you have around your house because you want to make it look pretty. Because let's just be honest, the little black splotchy is not pretty. (laughs) And then you take that and you've got this blank page and you just put something on it. You photocopy the scripture first, copy the scripture paste that puppy right in there, okay? And then you just start writing and you start drawing and you get some colored pens or color pencils or you use the crayons that your kids have or you use the watercolors that your kids already have and you just make, put something on that blank page. And when you do that, when it's no longer a blank notebook and a blank page, then it just frees you up to just keep pushing and there are no mistakes and there's no such thing as... Um, as making a mistake when it comes to journaling or art journaling, because you can number one always cover it up. You can get another yes. piece of paper and you just slap that puppy right on top of it if you <laughs> really have to.
0: Or, Thank God for glue sticks,
1: you know, right? Or you just keep going, and yes. it becomes it come, becomes part of the whole thing. And I think when 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 your children look back on that, uh, I mean, how wouldn't you love to have yeah. something like that from your mother? Yes. Where she just poured out her heart from what she's learning from the scripture, and and you know some of the things that I do seem to be kind of they seem to be kind of dark and emotional. I don't know. I sent you a couple of pages, and one of them's like you know I just need to see God. You know, you just sometimes I come out of it at, a, at it at a place of. Um, Because it's humbling because studying the word of God is just, it just provides so much humility that that it provokes because I, you know, it it reminds me of my place, you know, which is not as, Mm -hmm. you know, it it being important. Mm -hmm. I mean, it reminds Mm -hmm. me of my place, which is, you know which is nothing. It is the created that is only righteous because of Christ. Yeah. I have no righteousness apart from him. So when I get to that place and when I really start to realize that, then it produces in me such an outpouring of, of just gratitude and desire to know him more. And that's oftentimes what comes across in my, in my art. And then when I go back and look at those times, I'm like, you know, God, you saw me through that. Yeah. And you saw me through those times, and I used to write poetry. And sometimes I, I will find something that I had written in a really dark time. Hmm. And I, this happened not too long ago. It's completely off track. It happened not too long ago where I uh, found something that I had written, and all of the emotion of that yeah. season of my life came back. But more than that, more than the pain. Which this is a really tough time, which you know we could have a whole other podcast about. The more than that was God's grace through it, mm. and looking at His provision as I was in that valley, and seeing how He was pulling me closer to Him through it, and He was pulling me through it. I don't know, just seeing where my heart was at the time, yeah, made me realize. Okay, number one, my immaturity then and now. <laughs> but also just
0: his his beautiful grace. Yeah.
1: And so so that's that's another reason that um I encourage you just to try it.
0: Yeah, just... it's almost like an Ebenezer of sort where you can look back and just yes! remember God's faithfulness to you in that season. Yes. I love it, is... it. I'm actually really excited, but I'm also nervous. So I think I'm hearing what you're saying when you're describing it as almost a tender time with the Lord. Um just vulnerable if you will but then at the same time when you were describing it at the beginning I also can see how it would be really stinking fun
1: oh it is it is it really is and and you end up with you end up with something that is it may not be beautiful for um like I said my artwork I would I would never be able to sell and I rarely would even be able to you know you know nobody would emulate it but it's beautiful to me right yes and and it's beautiful to god not my art and that's the thing i'm not learning anything through my art i want to really really um i really want to emphasize that point i'm not learning sure the truth of the gospel through art journaling. Right. I'm learning the truth of the gospel through the word of God Right. and I'm using art journaling as a tool, just another little tool to remind me of it from day to day. So it's so it can totally be fun. I mean, there's nothing, you know, the, the, color I love color and a lot of my things are very colorful, especially quotes when I when I you know quote some of the puritans and stuff, I just I mean, they just to show his glory and to represent his glory visually. It's just fantastic. I wish you could see me right now. My hands are up and I'm just.
0: Well, earlier I could hear you thumping. So I knew you were getting. I'm so sorry. I need to be quiet. (laughs) I have a feeling that you and Brad probably do that around your house together. If you look at any of my Facebook lives, you'll watch me just flying all over the place with my hands. (laughs) It's so great. Okay. So if somebody's wanting to get started, obviously composition notebook, as you mentioned, but are there other specific tools that somebody would need to get started in? getting ready to practice art journaling? You know, you need something to write on and you need something to write with. And that's really
1: it. Honestly, you could um, use paper, any paper, printer paper. You can use journals. You can use what you already have. I guarantee you, you have a
0: notebook in your house that has oh, not yeah. been used. I have about right? 10 unfinished journals that I could practice right? this in.
1: Right. Go to the dollar store and get something like that or just get a piece of paper out of the printer and get a pen, get a, get a colored pen, get a colored pencil. Use – it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You use anything. And then, you know, obviously, your Bible. Yep, and and now I, you know, I will say that um, eventually, if you if you are of the mind or desire to actually do things in your Bible, mm-hmm. then journaling Bibles, or in particular the the ISV Interleaf Bible, is okay. really really cool. It's so pretty. Um, it's it's really really cool, but um, but. But you don't
0: have to start there. I mean, you you right. don't have to do that. If Actually, that, that probably don't start you. there. <laughs> How long does it take to get comfortable? All
1: right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a little bit of a tangent for just one second, okay? <laughs> I and love then I'm it. gonna stop. Here's the thing: I hear a lot of people that kind of. There's a little bit of judgment about people who write in their bibles. Yeah. Um because they're not comfortable in that or because they're, you know, they're covering the words or whatever. Some people uh and how many of us only own one bible?
0: Oh, not me.
1: <laughs> right? Most now some people do. And and I if you only own one bible, I do not encourage you to cover the words ever. Because you want to go back to the words, right? So totally. You can underline or highlight, but you always want to be able to see the words. Some people, though, buy a Bible specifically, f- and you can do it relatively inexpensively now on Amazon. You, you buy a Bible, a journaling Bible or interlink Bible specifically for this purpose, and it becomes your canvas, mm. right? And it is, and, and, and it's not like... It's your study Bible. Uh, my son was really cracking up at me. but He's like, you covered a word. You know, you covered <laughs> these words. And I'm like, okay, Jacob, I have my church Bible. I yes. have a car Bible. I have my ESV study Bible. I have, a, you know, I have all like, these you know things. What? I memorized that word coloring on it. <laughs> it well, yeah. I mean, I have all these. Albums. It's okay. It's okay to take a Bible and use it specifically for this. Okay. So that's I'm what I'm going to I'm gonna that
0: say. that up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so great. Okay. Well, do you have three resources that you'd recommend to somebody who's learning how to connect creatively with God? Just, it can be anything. It can be obviously Grace and Color or any of your favorite Instagram accounts or even just tools that you use personally that you like for engaging in Bible study in this way.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, I mean, I've already mentioned one and I think the journaling Bible, right. um, any Bible, of course you can, you, you know, you can use, but, but you know, it might be fun to to buy us journaling Bible specifically for this. And yeah. I like, I like the ESV single column okay. journaling Bible and I can send you links to all these if you want me to, yeah, um, great. so you can see, I like the ESV single column because, um, you know, it's just, a, they're just it's just one column of words, and and then there is the um, there's a section on the in the margins that you can journal in and write in, and then again the interleaf Bible, the ESV interleaf Bible,
0: okay, and that
1: is literally the there's the words on one page, and there is a bl- every other page oh, is a cool. blank piece
0: of paper. I don't think I've it, ever seen that.
1: Yes, it is so cool. I'll send you a link. It is a blank paper, and I have one, and so cool. you have a full sheet of full canvas so there's no writing on the words um there is a full page that you can journal on and then the next page is the back of the blank page and it's also blank and then the bible's on the other side so you know it's it's a beautiful thing so i recommend that
0: yeah that sounds great i want one yeah. i just need to get some fun money oh my goodness yes yeah, save up for that birthday christmas put it on the uh, amazon wish list I'll send you a link. I'll
1: tell you. I'll show you. And then I would say, as far as resources go, you can learn kind of the technical parts of how to do any of this anywhere. YouTube is a great resource for this. I I encourage you to look for, you know, you can look for the art part of it. I don't necessarily going out into the world to look for, you know, The theology, right? I I don't know how to say this kindly, but you know, Bible study and that kind of thing necessarily just off of anybody you don't know. But the art part of it and learning the techniques, and if you really want to learn how to do different things like hand lettering, is huge right now. Right, it is so huge, and I wish I could do it. I just can't, but I like trying. So hand lettering, and you can learn uh, different techniques. There's ways you can prep your Bible with Gesso that that it's just a tool that keeps things from bleeding through. Anyway, there's just a whole bunch of stuff. Yes, Look it up on that's YouTube. Good that's stuff. fun. Okay. And then the third resource I would say would be, um, other than your Bible is fine. Um, and this is more related to the, to the, um, study part than the, the journaling part, but to find, really sermons um sermons and articles from um from pastors that Mm -hmm. are very they're theologically sound i will say that uh if you go to a church that preaches the gospel week in and week out then you know we're in great shape and that preaches the bible and the word of god if you attend a church that does not tether their teaching to the gospel every single time, then, you know, that's, it's a little, you, you need to, you need to look at that. Okay. Yeah. So finding those resources and there's, and there's a lot of very, very sound, uh, you know, pastors, obviously. My husband
0: is one. <laughs> totally. Link to um, it in the show notes. And, 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 yeah. He's doing Romans right now too. I know a lot of listeners are actually studying Romans with She Reads Truth. So we can oh, definitely link to that in is. the show notes.
1: Yes, He's doing Romans right now. Uh, very slowly. We're doing like, you know, two verses a week.
0: <laughs> I know. It's good because I slowly <laughs> listen. So just because my listening capacity has gone down with producing the show. So anyways, it's good because I'm like on track, kind of. Yeah,
1: yeah, Yeah. it's good. But find that. And then what What you can do is you can supplement your study with, with good theology. That's by, you know, pe- it's not that the men are, are good. It's that, you know, there are men that the Holy Spirit works through because they have a really... Um, the Holy Spirit allows them a good understanding of the word of God and they can teach that. Right. And so I just, I think that that's a good resource as well, because you can take that. And I think that you can take that and even, like I said, create from that standpoint as well.
0: Yeah. So that that would be what I would say, I guess. I'm excited. I feel like I need to hire a little babysitter or something just so that I can play around with this. This will be a really fun experiment. Yeah, I have all kinds of
1: resources on, um, I mean, I'm not, oh, yeah. you know, on my website. There's, no, yes, I mean, we'll there's, definitely
0: link to that too.
1: There's resource lists and stuff, but there's also a lot of workshops. I will tell you, and again, this is something you can or cannot do, but there's a lot of free workshops and free classes of, I had, I just went through a 10- uh, creative ways to study the Bible. Yes, um, and there's a challenge, and there there are ten different ways, you know, ten different things you can try. Um, and the first five went through the Book of Philippians, and the second five went through the Book of Jonah, and um, and so we kind of did that together, and that's up, and that's free for anybody. And if you want to just dabble and sort of look, it kind of, kind of, kind of taste a little bit of these things, then. You can find it anywhere else online, but you can also find it there.
0: <laughs> Go gals. I cannot think of a better woman for you to follow. Go do it. We will put it in the show notes. Thank you so much. Well, thanks for sharing your simple joy of Bible study, but I'd love to hear your other three simple joys, Jen.
1: Honestly, one is my children getting along.
0: Yes, and, I can only imagine.
1: Right?
0: Not that they don't get
1: along, but sure. seeing seeing them together again with my, with my oldest son leaving for China next month.
0: Oh. Good for your mama heart yeah
1: it 's fun to see them together and playing together and and um, and just being sweet siblings so that 's really sweet oh. I guess a, a second one would be connecting with women uh, in my church and online, but meeting with women um, is a real joy for me just to you know to get to know people I, usually it 's in the capacity of I'm sort of, quote unquote, encouraging them, but I'm always more encouraged by the
0: interactions than anything else. Can I just say that I regret not doing that more when we were at Crosspoint, because I think I look at a position like the pastor's wife and I'm like, oh, I just want to be respectful of her time. And now I'm like, dang it.
1: I didn't know you had a day to hang out with people. You come back, girl, and we'll do it for sure. <laughs> okay, deal. Um, yeah, absolutely. So I enjoy that, and then also time to create and quiet time. Coffee, coffee oh, is yeah, always girl. good.
0: That's an essential item. Why <laughs> didn't we put that on the three resources? Right. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: coffee with with good creamer. Oh yeah. Okay. So coffee, Bible, Ugh. you know, colored colored pens, and my journal. That's that's really. What a joy for me
0: (laughs) it's such a joy i'm like okay i'm gonna go bible journal after i get off this call thank you (laughs) sure (laughs) well hey i really appreciate you sharing just all of your wisdom and just encouraging us to shake it up and to play and to worship through studying the word but before we close i'd really love to hear i know you are a journey woman for jesus and i would just love to hear who's been the most impactful person in your own journey with jesus jen I think I
1: would have to say and I really have to kind of divide this up into the first half of my life and the second half of my life.
0: Go for it. This is um, whatever you want to make it.
1: Honestly, my father, I would have to say the first mm. half of my life, I was like I said I was blessed with Christian parents, both of both my parents and my father just I just have memories of him sitting up at night, waiting for me to come home as a teenager. And I would sit down, plop down next to him, and that's when we would chat. And he would stay up with me
0: wow, for amazing. as long
1: as I wanted to chat with him. And as a teenage girl, you can imagine, it was usually quite a long time. And he pointed me to, um, to really, really, you know, know God, respect God, Just be in church to hear God's word, and Mm. um, and so so that he would be the first half, and then the second half of my life was it was the second half that I've been married, and I'd have to Mm. say it had to be my husband because you know he's my pastor, and he, my husband, happens to be uh, it's nothing of his own doing, and sometimes he wishes that he was not called to do it. But, you know, he just really has been given the ability to understand the word of God and the truths of the gospel um, and not just understand it, but express it well. And I actually and I know not every pastor's wife can say this, but I enjoy hearing him preach. I get so much out of it. I learn I'm convicted like everybody else. I am, you know, it's just a real blessing for me. He is certainly, and I am not in any way idealizing him. And I don't want anybody to think that he is anywhere close to perfection because he just ain't. Okay. (laughs) But because, you know, we have the same struggles everybody else has. Our marriage is just as difficult and good. Both, you know, the whole dichotomy. All that to say he has been, you know, my consistent through the years, through the last 23 years of marriage, consistent uh,
0: just influence on my on my walk with God. And so
1: I know that's probably a little bit anticlimactic, but that's, that's, what, that's what it's been.
0: Not at all. And Jen, I am just so thankful for y'all's ministry and for the way in which you guys pour out to other people, myself included. So thank you for pouring out to us this evening as, as we're talking on the journey women podcast. And I'm just really grateful. I am encouraged and I'm inspired to just try different things just because it's fun. And because we shouldn't get rote, we shouldn't get stuck in a rut doing the same thing over and over. So I'm just encouraged, even though I love inductive Bible study, which is what I typically practice just to get out some color pencils and just a cup of coffee and have some fun. So thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us uh this evening i'm just really encouraged to press into studying god's word
1: thank you so much hunter for having me and as long as everybody as long as you start with the word and end with the word then everything in between is good
0: i'm going therefore (laughs) and starting with the word this evening because honestly i haven't gotten great time with him today so this is good encouragement
1: (laughs) oh well thanks for having me i appreciate it so much
0: Y'all, I walked away from my conversation with Jen just feeling encouraged to walk in freedom when my Bible study methods are feeling dry or flat. I know all of us have been there, and she offers encouragement on her website, Grace and Color, which you can find at the links listed on the show notes at www.hunterblist.com. You can also follow along. The Journey Women podcast is on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Journey Women Podcast, and we'll continue connecting there throughout the week. Thank you guys again so much for listening, and we'll see you here next Monday.